too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good, dear, wonderful, fantastical friends over at Oscars Hotel. If you do not know, Oscars Hotel is a beautiful, cool, fun, fantastical series. It's actually called Oscars Hotel for Fantastical Creatures that I got a chance to be in an episode. Uh, it's by Kick the PJ, and you can download the entire season at OscarsHotelSeries.com. However, they are allowing us to allow you guys a promo code, GRACE. How surprising, G-R-A-C-E. And if you use that code, you get 10% off the exclusive holiday cracking collection, which includes a full download of the series, along with some other special Oscars Hotel swag. So make sure you go to OscarsHotelSeries.com, use the code GRACE, and get 10% off the exclusive holiday cracking collection. It also makes a great gift. Psst. By the way. I should have said, psst, by the way, first. And then it also makes a great gift. You get the point. Now on to Not Too Deep. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, Grace Helbig, your host, whether you want me to be or not. <laughs> I'm here, and this episode is really fun. It's with a good friend of mine, Louis Cole, or as you might know him on YouTube, Fun for Louis. He's that tall white dude with dreads. Maybe you didn't know that he had a name. It's Louis, uh, and he's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And it's amazing that we got him on the podcast because he travels to a different country seemingly almost every day and he tells us all about it. And this podcast was fun because I got to find out about the time that he got arrested getting off of a plane in London, uh, which is a delightful story of, of travel success and complete and utter failure. Uh, and Louis is just a really nice human being. So I hope that you enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Louis Cole. When you're done, make sure you go over to the YouTube channel because ah, I forced Louis to play the grossest challenge that I have engaged in in a long time on the channel. Uh, and it's kind of a throwback to our original Not Too Deep challenges that were much more messy because they were not in my personal home. So I hope that you enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Louis Cole. Fun for Louis. We're here with Louis Cole. Ooh. Fun for hey. Louis. How do you prefer people to call you? Louis Cole or Fun for Louis? Um, it depends the context, but yeah. either is cool. FFL. Not, not Lewis, though. That's what a lot of Americans call me. Even yeah. my viewers, they're like, I watch you every day, Lewis. I'm like, what? You don't even know. <laughs> oh, yeah, silent S. Yeah. And it's not just like a cultural thing. It's not like, oh, but it's probably Lewis because he has an accent. So he's probably saying his own name wrong. But no, Louis, you've heard it here first. Yeah. Well, probably not first. He's probably said it numerous times. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of burning, burning questions for you, Louis. And then the internet has some burning questions. Okay. So we're going to get into my questions first. How? I've not been prepped for these. So no. I'm like... These are, I mean, it's you can't really be prepped for these kind of questions. Okay. Louis was just telling me before this that he got to uh, record a podcast with Rhett and Link and that it was a very, it was a good experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, was it very, felt like therapy. Like it was yeah. kind of, it got really deep. You might need therapy after this podcast okay. <laughs> because it's very surface. Um, okay, my first question is, if you had to guess, how many photos of lattes have you taken in your life? Oh. You love coffee. I do love coffee. Um, maybe a hundred. 
100 photos. I try not to like spam Instagram with him because that's just so okay. cliche. You know Connor Franta. To be fair though, I did literally today just upload a photo <laughs> of a latte. Did you? Really? It's actually, yeah, it's actually a cortado. It's a smaller, like a. A, a cortado? A cortado. A cortado? Cortado. It's what? like a smaller, it's like, it's like smaller than a flat up. white. Maybe it's made up. I don't know. <laughs> A cor- okay, sure. Yeah. I feel like coffee places have become so fancy that it makes me really insecure to even go inside and try and order anything in there. Unless it's got like six T's and an E and an A at the end of it, then it's not allowed. The other day I ordered a coconut milk cortado. And then I just walked out like, what is my life become? Like, you ordered that here in Los Angeles? No, this is in New York. Oh, okay. Well, that still seems fine. Yeah. It seems like you could fit in in New York ordering. But it's just very like... A coconut milk cortada? I mean, that's why they think that this building's on fire. That's not a real word. Uh, I only, because I caught up on a bunch of your videos this morning. Okay. And they're very beautiful and stylized. If you guys don't know that Louis makes these uh, every day, daily vlogs, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to like take maybe like one day off a week just to like. I mean, it's good you know for your it's mental like. health. You know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, of course, because they're so beautifully edited. It, you think like you've seen, you know, daily vloggers, whatever, but I really love how stylized yours are. And I saw a bunch of, I think you were in New York maybe with lattes yeah. and you were like really stylizing the guy doing the design on the top of it. And yeah. I was like, God, yeah, it does look really beautiful. And I do want a latte now. So thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. Do you make a, a real purpose to make them very cool feeling the videos? Because there are some videos of yours I've watched that I'm like, that was so cool. But in total, all you did was skateboard yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah, no, like sometimes, well, the whole thing is, and I've realized is the challenge of doing daily videos is some days aren't, there's no plans and there's nothing right. particularly interesting. And it might be that I've just relaxed. And in New York, I was like jet lagged, waking up like right. af- after lunch every day. And then the sun was setting and it was like, mm, I was like, this is going to be a struggle to make an interesting video. <laughs> and we were like, we weren't doing it. Sometimes I'm traveling, I'm doing right. incredible things. And I'm like, there's so much content. But if I'm just skating down, getting a coffee, I, I try and make, I try and find beautiful shots in the everyday life so it's right. just like oh this this is pretty and film that and this what a wonderful philosophy yeah seeing you try the beauty and find something of beautiful life. every day yeah um speaking of something beautiful tara reed just turned 40 do you have any thoughts about that is it really bad i don't know who that is no not at all not bad at all i think that's probably like the standard i was actually going to be really surprised if you did know who tara reed was <laughs> i was just going to play along and be like yeah great Reed is an American actress that was um, very, very popular, I guess, when I was a teenager, I think. So like 15 years ago, she okay. was really, she was like, um, uh, I want to say like the Megan Fox, but even Megan Fox is slightly outdated now, like the hot young okay. female celebrity. And she just turned 40. So it's... Um, what was her big movie? Tara uh, Reed? The, the American Pie. Oh, right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, but she probably had other big films. I mean, the thing I remember her most for was The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in The Big she's Lebowski. She's really funny in that. Yeah. She's great. Um, and I, I just found out this morning that she turned 40, so I just wanted to talk about it. That was a selfish <laughs> question. No, I'm, I mean, I, we were talking about this the other day. A bunch of big celebrity people like, mm-hmm. um, do you know how old Johnny Depp is? He's like <gasps> 50. No. Yeah. And then there's like 
Brad Pitt, all of those guys, they're yeah. all like late 40s, 50. Now. It's crazy. It's and then you're like, time doesn't stop ever. We're no. all getting old. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's scary. It's really, I mean, that's how I feel, honestly, in a microcosm going to VidCon every year mm. that we're like, oh, we're old now. And there's all of these like 16 and 17 year old kids that I have no idea who Majority they are. Majority of the new, the YouTubers at VidCon, I don't know who they are. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty bonkers. Oh, this actually goes um, with what I was asking you before where what recently i guess within the last couple of years since it seems like you've been traveling a lot the last couple of years mm-hmm. what's the longest that you've stayed in one place um over christmas last year i stayed in south africa for six weeks did it make you crazy uh no well we did a bit of traveling in south africa i think if i was okay. staying in one literally one place and not moving from there for six weeks do know. you have a home no, I don't have a Okay. Home. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but I was actually curious because I'm like, who maintains your home while you're not there at 364 days a year? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I take advantage of staying with my parents when I'm back in the UK. Oh, that's Which good. kind of feels a, maybe like I'm a bit old to do that, but it's nice as well. I've got a little sister and oh, that's we have like nice family time. Yeah, because that's how I met you the yeah. very first time. You was big kind year. Yeah, I was talking to Jack about this. I met you and Alfie and I think Marcus yeah. all at the same time when you were like, my sister's a fan. I'm getting footage of like people saying Yeah, because she couldn't Hi. come to VidCon. Right. And then I remember like talking to you guys for a while and then I think it was like at the maker party and then left. And then months went by and I was like, that's who I was talking to? That's so crazy. They're so nice. And then it's like this whole like evolution of all of us on YouTube. It was yeah. so crazy. Yeah, that was a long um, time ago. But your sister's well? Yeah, she's good. She's oh, good. Oh, that's good. Um, she's just started college doing music like production, which is cool. Very cool. Something I could never do. Um, oh, speaking of travel, worst airport experience i mean you must have it down to a science of getting through an airport now yeah worst airport experience well i i lost my passport the other day and that was that wasn't like a bad airport the airport was actually really bad but the the experience that made it bad was arriving reaching into my pocket and realizing that i dropped Uh, after a while i realized i dropped my passport in a restroom two hours away and the flight was just about to leave. So I missed the flight. That gives me such anxiety by association. I've done yeah. that before too. I've gotten to the airport and realized that I've left my wallet with all of my identification in an apartment an hour away. And I've mm. already just made it with just enough time to get on the plane. And did you still go? Or did you- uh, no, I had, to, I had to go home and get the missed wallet. The and it was, yeah, it was a crisis. And this was like when I first was still getting used to traveling and I didn't know everything about airports. And I was just like, this is the worst case scenario. Um, well, this was in Romania as well. And, what? All, and all my friends got on the plane and then I was stranded <laughs> in Romania for over a day. How have you ever been stuck at customs? Like, have they detained you at all ever? Not putting this into the universe for this to happen ever. <laughs> okay. So this is a, this is a great story. Oh my God. Okay. I'm ready. And this is a while ago. It's actually on my vlog. Well, as much as I could vlog it. So I landed in Heathrow mm-hmm. after being, it's a, after my first time in LA, which was like a long stint. I was like two or three months in okay. America. So I landed in Heathrow. And as we were taxiing to the gate to get off the plane, they made an announcement on the plane. They were like, can everyone stay seated? There's been a security <gasps> problem. Um, uh, and then as we pulled up, they said, could 
um, Mr. Louis Cole, please make himself known to a member of staff. Oh my God. And I'm like, what? And I'd been having this really nice conversation with this elderly couple next to me. <laughs> and they were like, you're such a nice guy. It's like, are oh, you guys? Like, Anyway, then they're like, um, it, very, very serious, walked up to me and they said, you need to get your bags and step off the plane. And everyone what? was looking at me. Like, it was like everyone else is still in their seats. They hadn't let them stand up yet. Oh, my God. Got to the front of the plane and there was armed police officers <gasps> ready to arrest me. Why? Yeah. So I got arrested stepping off the plane. Like, whilst I was and still this in the elderly like, couple was just like, like, we'll never trust youth again. <laughs> yeah, it was this look of horror as I glanced back and they're like oh staring at me. God. They're like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so I'm like a bit confused. Well, yeah. Because um, I'm not like... I'm not a criminal. <laughs> you said that with such assurance. <laughs> I'm like, Jack, can we hide all the weapons? Uh, so I got. No, I, that's that would be the most confusing thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "What's going on?" They're like, um, "You're gonna have to come with us." And I and I and I was like trying to film. I was like, "I'm making a vlog," and they were like, "You can't film." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure." Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can film like. The, the police moments, and stuff yeah and they said not when you're in custody and <gasps> um and i was like no i'm going to film and they were like well we could put you in handcuffs and what? i'm like I, i'm thinking yeah if, I, if they put me in handcuffs i won't be able to film so i was like <laughs> i was like okay I'll, I'll still put my camera away but i kind of got a few tiny little clips yeah anyway turns out it was uh there'd been a warrant for my arrest because i'd missed a court date which I didn't know about so because i was oh. in america and they had uh, delivered like a court date and the court thing was just about uh, a driving thing where I'd like needed to hand in a form about oh. driving. So it was all like escalated basically. It wasn't oh even a big God. deal. It's basically like a parking ticket that escalated exactly, into- Exactly. Yeah. Oh and my- because it, I'd missed the court date and they'd had to put the warrant out. So when I landed, they'd obviously it flagged up that I'd come back in the country. That's crazy. But I got, I'd put in a cell for three hours. Like an actual jail cell? Yeah, like everything taken off me. I got given these <laughs> slippers to wear. And I got, well, that's kind and of I got <laughs> like mugshots put in the cell. So there are Louis Cole mugshots available. Yeah, on, somewhere. Why don't you put them on actual coffee mugs and sell Louis Cole mugshots? Yes. I, I mean, that. that's a great idea. Take something that was terrible and turn it into a business opportunity. <laughs> but um, it does, it, because I've got terrifying. a vlog somewhere saying called like I was arrested or something. Yeah. Um, I've had, um, and it was off an airline. I've actually had um, airlines decline working with me for really? brand, branded deals because they <laughs> like, watch no. this video of me getting well, that's arrested how, off a You're friends with um, Jerome, Jerome yeah. Jury, right? Yeah. Uh, is that how you say it? Jerome Jarre, I think. Okay, Jure, I always Jure. say Jerome Jury, <laughs> like it's some Amelie song. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he had that whole situation on the flight months and months ago maybe he wore a year like ago a rubber. yeah and then he was live tweeting himself being like guys i'm going to be arrested as soon as the flight lands please get this hashtag trending like save jerome american airlines yeah, or something like yeah. that and i was like how does anyone let that man on a plane anymore it's crazy but that's insane that's so bonkers i would be terrified yeah it was what did they say when they let you out of the jail cell so they were gonna keep because it was like a bank holiday weekend or something maybe it's easter they were gonna they were like oh, we need to keep you uh in the cell for the weekend for two days what? and i was like no i need to go like, <laughs> um and i convinced them they were like well we need to like because i don't know there was like a court date and they were gonna like they wouldn't they wouldn't give grant me bail to go because i don't know what i don't know what happened but i, I knew i was begging with them i was please please let me go i yeah. won't leave the country like yeah. 
Um, and eventually they like had a phone call after three hours and said I could leave. That's but they were like, you're, they were like, you're probably gonna have to stay here for the weekend. And I was like, this is crazy for like a tiny, like yeah. driving thing. Oh my God. If you had to spend the weekend in an airport jail cell, it was in the airport, the jail cell? It was the police station by the airport. Yeah. Oh my so. God. That's um, so funny. But then my dad came to pick me up and I hadn't seen him for like three months. So it was like this nice <laughs> reunion. And I was like, Great to oh, see dad. you. I like your new slippers. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I got a free pair of slippers out of it. So. <laughs> they let you keep them? Yeah. That's great. Uh, they just took your <laughs> dignity. That's all. Um, okay. I saw recently in a vlog that you like Homeland. Yeah. I have been binge watching Homeland like crazy. Yeah. And... Uh, I wanted to know how fun do you think it would be to take Mandy Patinkin to Disney World? Um, Saul. So, yeah. Um, how fun to take to Disney World? I feel like it would be so fun to let him let loose and just enjoy, <laughs> like, Splash Mountain. Space I'm trying Mountain. To, I'm trying to picture, like, any moment where he's been having fun in Homeland. Like, No, he's, never, he's ever. He's pretty serious. He's, uh, but he's such an amazing actor. And you know what I've noticed? Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this. If you haven't, you'll see it constantly now. Every scene that he's in, he leans against something. He's always leaning against a wall or leaning against a chair. He'll walk into a room and find, like, a chair rail and he'll just lean against it. Oh. Every, almost every single scene. And what's that, some subliminal, like, is that... I have no idea. About? I think it's some... Um, I believe it's probably some like uh, intense acting technique that he thinks is very advanced. But to me, now that I've seen it, it's so distracting. I'm like, here goes Saul finding something to lean on <laughs> while he has a conversation. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I won't be able to stop thinking about that when I'm watching now. Um, what do you think about Claire Dane's cry face? Um, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the muscles in her face must be so strong. I know. Because they manipulate it into craziness. Yeah, like that's like... That's that is the most extreme kind of emotion I think I've ever seen anywhere. <laughs> but and she's fantastic. She is. She's great. Well, do you watch other television shows? I watch thing. I watch them all. You know. I think oh, you do. I do. It's weird. I don't know how I have time. I um, was going to ask that. I imagined. Well, no, that makes sense. I guess I would imagine you either don't watch any TV yeah. or you watch all TV because when you're traveling, yeah, you can I download love, stuff. I love. So I'm watching. Don't ruin it for me. But I'm okay. watching Walking Dead. Apparently oh, something I'm behind ex- on okay, it. Okay, okay. Apparently something massive's happened, but I yeah. don't want anyone to tell me what no, it is. No, same. I heard that something massive happened. And- um, what else am I watching? Uh, I like Blacklist. Have you heard of Blacklist? No, that's kind of cool. Is Similar it? Homelandy. It's like FBI, all that kind of stuff. Okay, you know what? Um, I watched that you might like if you like Homeland Narcos. Oh, I've just started watching that. Oh, it's so just good. Started, yeah. It's real, real good, and I'm already finished it. And there's no more, and oh. I want there to be more. But That's why also, I like what starting season, uh, TV series, which they've already done like everything. Yeah. So guess what? I've just started watching Lost for the first time ever. I've never, I watched. People tell me it's amazing, right? Yeah. And th- this was like 10 years ago. So right. I know I've got like a million episodes to watch now. Yeah. I um, I accidentally watched the series finale of oh. it. So <laughs> it ruined me retroactively going back and watching any of it. Yeah. I saw the very like last 10 minutes. Okay, like, don't, don't when tell me. I won't. Don't but I was like, well, fuck shit. <laughs> there goes everything. Thing that this whole show was built up to. Oh, no. uh, but yeah, no, it's fun to go back and watch. Like I, months ago, started watching Orange is the New Black and then I caught up and now I'm like... What's your favorite season ever? Series. What's your favorite season? Series? Oh man, that's tough. I mean, I get... I, I've been, I binge watch shows. Like yeah. I understand the binge watching phenomenon and it's like my favorite way to watch shows. Did you ever watch get, 24? 
I watched. That's the other one that I have to watch. Ah, uh, you have to. Watch. In college, I watched the first season when it first came yeah. out. My <laughs> my friend Andy and I, we were we just started our sketch comedy team, and he would get super stoned on Monday nights, and we'd write sketches, and then he would turn on Twenty Four, and we'd just sit there and watch Twenty Four, and he'd be so high, <laughs> and it was so dumb. And so that's my association with Twenty Four every time I think about it. But I heard it's great. It is great. I gotta watch it. Um, do you watch anything that's not drama? Because um, I've been watching a lot of drama lately, yeah, and I no, realized I don't think so. I need to balance it out with comedy because it's been making me real anxious watching yeah, like Homeland shows, like crazy. Yeah, and then crazy. I'm like, everyone's a terrorist. Everyone, it's just life now. Oh, here's a good question: best hair care tips. Hair care tips. I'm sure you get this all the time. Um, I think people just like look at my hair with confusion, and they're like, I don't really understand that. Uh, <laughs> The best comment I've had about my hair once is a kid looked at me and said, what's wrong with your hair? <laughs> I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. And it clearly it's ill. Yeah, what's like, happening there? This, are you okay? Um, I don't know. How long have you had the dreads? Long time. I think 14 years. Wow. Yeah, that's like half my life. Have you had that. moments where you're like, today's the day I cut them all out? No. no? I've never considered it. Wow. Yeah. So they might be there forever. Yeah, potentially. Well, that's... I don't know what's going to happen. If I start going really gray, I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to be like growing gray and then be like brown at the bottom? I don't know. Talk about an ombre. I that can't imagine gray dreads. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut my hair by then. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, when you take them out, how long are they? Do you want to see? I mean, uh, sure. can't see, but they're like, I, I trim them. I do trim them. You like, do trim them yourself. You can see, yeah, like, they'd probably be down to my knees or longer. So they're like down to your stomach right now. Yeah. Basically. Jesus, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That, But you can't, so for dreads, you can't like undread them. You just have to cut them out. Well, this is what I thought. I've always answered that as, yeah, you can't undread them. But the other day, uh-huh. there's this girl in the UK who helps me like just keep them neat and stuff. Right. She comes over and like just fiddles with them and stuff. And one of them was like, it's much bigger than the other dread dreads. And it was like pulling on my hair a lot. And she mm. was like, we should t- turn this into two dreads. So I was imagining like, yeah, just cut it down the middle yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. She brushed it out. <gasps> it took six hours. To brush out one dread. To brush out one dread. Six And I've got 37 dreads. So oh I do my- the math on that. I don't, I don't know what that is. But so I could potentially get them brushed out. You just need like to take a week off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I don't, but anyway, so she brushed the one out and then re-dreaded them into two. Wow. Yeah. So now it's possible. Anything is, is possible if you possible. try, guys. That's the takeaway. Uh, is there any place that you won't travel to? Um, no, I think I, the, the places that aren't as exciting for me is like really, really cold places. Really cold. Yeah. Unless there's like somewhere like Iceland or Greenland, like you can see the Northern Lights, right? That's pretty, right. And pretty much... If you can be somewhere warm when when it's cold, so if I was in a hot tub and it was snowing, that yeah. works for me. Or if I was like snowboarding, I can like put up with cold weather for like a week or something. But I <laughs> but no Canada. Canada. I chase the sun. I chase the summer. Like I haven't yeah. had a full winter for like four years now. Wow, purposely. I always migrate. Yeah, I always migrate. That's pretty cool. Chase the sun. That sounds like a boy band song. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Maybe I should do that. I should write that song. It, uh, what animal would you most want as your camera person? If an animal could sit and travel with you and hold the camera for you, what animal do you think it'd be like? Yeah, that that beaver is my camera person. Um, maybe a, maybe a, like, I think like a spider monkey. 
Oh, because they could get really creative angles, couldn't they? They, they could, could like climb up a lamppost, get a little shot from there. You wouldn't even need a drone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just have I was a- thinking a bird or something, but I feel like a bird's. I feel like it would, unless a hummingbird, but a hummingbird couldn't carry a camera. No. But you wouldn't like something hovering, but a spider monkey would be cool because it could like run around and. <laughs> It'd be like just a cool dude to hang out with yeah. on the like off dates when you're not shooting as much. Exactly. I would love to see that from a distance. If I was just seeing like you being <laughs> filmed by a spider monkey, I'd be like, all right, God bless 2015. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your guiltiest pleasure? Um, I've got this really weird thing. This this is really okay. Weird. That's a great <laughs> premise. That Some people be... are like really weirded out by this. Okay, so um, I don't know whether to right. Basically, the reason <laughs> that this has happened is because I've learned this when uh-huh. I was a baby and I was getting my nappy changed. Uh-huh. My dad used diaper. to diaper. Yeah, okay. sorry, we call it nappy. nappy. Yeah. Everything's so adorable. When I was getting there. my diaper changed, yeah. my dad would dry me with a hairdryer. Okay, so I became as a baby. <laughs> Connected to the the warm air, the noise of a hairdryer and the warm air, like was a like a thing that became like a security blanket. You know, like people as a kid they get attached to a blanket. Yeah, you develop this. So I developed this connection with like the noise and feeling of a hairdryer. So Uh I actually sometimes lay in bed and have like a hairdryer. (laughs) partly to warm me up but also if I'm like feeling stressed and I just put a hairdryer on I like totally de-stress it's like this weird like thing where I just relax and like I'm happy I feel like you're on to something isn't that weird I feel like you're on to some new form of yoga or meditation it's like the noise it's the droning noise but it's also even if someone else has got a hairdryer in the other room (laughs) it makes you feel happy I'm like it's so So hard to explain I mean it's it's slightly a shame that your hair's in dreads and you don't go to hair salons But, but if you went to a hair salon you'd lose your damn mind i know no i went to one in la i went to this like afro hair salon place and they yeah. put me in one of those big like Pods. yeah and i could live in there forever <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i know that i'm gonna get you like a gift to a dry bar every like birthday that you yeah. have now just be like treat yourself louis get those hair dryers but I get that like the warmth of the air and like the constant noise like I sleep with a fan on now because not for like coolness just for the the noise quality yeah I totally get that um thank you for sharing that that (laughs) um now these last two questions before we take a quick break are two questions I ask everyone on the podcast Mm -hmm. and one is who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at Mm. yeah Throw cold spaghetti. Yeah. No, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, for malicious intent or anything like that. We've had, I I would love to see like all of the answers that everyone has given for this because we've had like quite a spectrum. We've had like Nicole Arbor. We've had Tyler Oakley. We've had, (laughs) just for fun. (laughs) Uh, We've had like landlords. We've had uh, people. (sighs) I'm trying to think. I was trying to think of this this morning because it changes constantly. Yeah. And also if it's like a surprise spaghetti attack, yeah, I feel like most people wouldn't react like, 
also if it's someone I don't know they might feel like they're being attacked by something yeah. it's those things you see in the news where like they throw tomatoes at politicians well this and stuff. is now happened to me where someone has because I asked this question to everyone did someone throw his cold spaghetti at no you? they haven't yeah, don't put that in the universe <laughs> I don't need that in my life uh, but there's some vine from Japan I think of a woman I think it's a soap opera and a woman literally takes a handful of spaghetti and just throws it on like slaps the guy <laughs> with it in the clip and it's it's pretty great and it doesn't cause any physical harm. For me right now, I think that I would throw cold spaghetti at Mamrie Hart. Yeah. Um, only because we're about to go into production for this film and she's really stressed out. And I think it might de-stress her. It might like shake her up and be like, whoa, okay, yes. Okay. Have you thought about using a hairdryer on her? <laughs> yeah, you could t- tell her that topic. <laughs> it's a combo. It'll be a combo. It'll be a one-two. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to throw cold spaghetti at you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'll take I feel, it. I feel like you can take it. I feel like you'll see the humor. I, yeah, I think it would totally kept me, catch me off guard, yeah. but I would laugh about it probably for like weeks okay. into the future. Well, I'm, I'm going to plan a surprise spaghetti attack at some point. Oh my God. <laughs> now, <laughs> Just here, comes no. the, here comes the paranoia. It's back. <laughs> uh, okay, and the last question that I ask every single guest is to please tell us your worst pants shitting story or like close call. But only tell us in three words or three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, okay. Three, yeah. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, see, he's one of those that has a story immediately. That's, well, no, that's good. Yeah. I think that's good. We've had a couple of people that are like, I've never had a, a story like that. I'm oh, like, I've changed it because this is actually way more interesting. Okay. I'm going to say um, <laughs> safari... Um, I thought you were going to say Sephora and I was like what <laughs> sorry um, or, <laughs> three words is difficult or small phrases it can be like a couple words joined together to, to paint the picture um, it was a walking safari okay. buy some zebras worst place ever <laughs> Because you, you're stranded. Where are you gonna go? I feel like someone else had a safari story or like a story where they had to go behind a bus or something recently. Yeah. Oh, that was Rhett and Link. Rhett. That wasn't re- recently. No, someone recently was talking. Or maybe it was just an added on story. Anyway. Uh, Rhett, yeah, Rhett and Link had a, I think it was Link. Yeah, Link had to go behind a bus. It was His words were um, behind school bus Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's uh yeah there's a whole spectrum of stories that people have um yeah safari that sounds mm. maybe but- maybe i could add the phrase trusted a fart in there oh uh, yeah that's par for the course that's yeah. very tyler oakley of yeah. you <laughs> never again uh, <laughs> well we've learned so much from you already we're going to learn a little bit more right after this break we'll take questions from twitter more with fun for louis or louis cole or hairdryer enthusiast whatever you want to call him we'll be right back oh we're back we we're back, back. Yes. Oh, we're back uh, we're back with louis cole Woo woo! and i asked on twitter for questions for you um, and got some really really great ones yeah, so we're gonna jump into them right now some of these i'm actually really interested yeah. about your answer okay. others i could give a shit about your answer no just kidding just kidding <laughs> i'm interested in all of them um page m91 wants to know if given the chance would you rather explore space or the bottom of the ocean 
space. Yeah. That's on the top of my bucket list to go to space. Really? Yeah. What, like, just go up in there, see the earth? I don't mind it. I just want to, yeah, like, see the earth float around a little bit. (laughs) Recently, I did a a live video call with Captain Scott Kelly, who's on the International Space Station. How was that? Like, like this girl next to me was like tearing up because it was so such an amazing feeling wow. talking to someone that's not on the planet. Wow, that's... like literally asking things and him replying. Like, and how was the how, my, my stupid brain? How was the reception? How was the Wi Fi? It was Wi-Fi? really. It was like a Skype call. Like really? it was only a few seconds delay. Like not even that long. That's pretty bonkers. I always thought that's incredible. It would take me a second to really actualize the the reality. And he's of floating. That. He's like literally like. And it's not some David Blaine street magic trick. I did see some people with my video comment like, you're stupid if you think he's actually in space. I'm like... What? He, yeah, they were like, they were like, you know, conspiracy theories. Like, <laughs> No one trusts anyone <laughs> in this universe. And it's because of shows like Homeland. Mm. Just kidding. <clears throat> Love Homeland. Lizzie Wyatt wants to know five top travel tips. Five might be a lot. If you just have like two or three. Um... Don't okay. forget your passport, I yeah. think would be one. <laughs> Always check that you've got your passport. Um, I'd say be really open-minded about like not needing the luxuries you're used to every day. So like oh, mindset. Okay. I think mindset's number one yeah. for traveling. I agree, especially because there's so many things out of your control when you travel. Yeah. And going to new places, that like everything's an unknown. Mm-hmm. Like there's the most bizarre things that uh, countries have like in difference. I, I learned last night that in Bulgaria, mm-hmm. this means yes Shaking your head no means yes. And this means no. And nodding means no. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, that is, that's it's not true? just different. That's the opposite. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so you go into countries, so just be open-minded, like everything, like you walk into a place and it'll be like, everything will be the opposite. And Have you ever gone to a place where you realized after the fact that you were hugely taken advantage of in some way because you didn't know what the customary thing was? Uh, maybe with like... With like prices of things, yeah. When you don't know exchange rates and that's, uh, do you, you might know this? Is there an app that exists that gives you all of the international tipping customs? Because that's my worst thing. Is I, I just make Google. Sure... I always just Google what's normal in this country to tip. Right. Yeah. Because that becomes an issue. Because in America, we tip on a lot of different things, and I've worked in the service industry and have been tipped, and I'm used yeah. to that system. And especially going over to the UK and going to London a lot, like bartenders find it offensive if you tip sometimes, or it's like okay to leave like a pound or whatever. Yeah. But then other countries, like I recently went to Greece and had no idea what to do. And I you- think we tipped once we went to China, and I we it was so cheap we just paid like double the bill food bill. Yeah. So we were like, oh, this is like nothing. And apparently that. It's really offensive to tip. <gasps> oh. Like it's like a really bad thing to do. So yeah. we thought we were being nice and it was actually like that's, offensive. Yeah, that's a, do your research. Um, do your research. Yeah, that's another tip. Um, what else? Travel tips. I'd say, um, well, when I'm flying now, I always, because I'm tall, I always right. try and, because you don't want to get off the flight grumpy and like right. annoyed. So I fight, try and always get an exit row. Smart. Um, I also always book flights the stupidest time to fly is like six in the morning. So you have to get like, it ruins everything. So you have to get up at yeah. like four. Mm-hmm. Do you even get any sleep? So you're starting off in a bad, bad place. So I always book like afternoon flights if I can. That's smart. Um, and then you're not like, you're not having to, I just hate early mornings. Yeah. To be honest. No, same, same, same. Especially if something goes wrong with travel and it's like 5am. Yeah. It's just 
you're setting yourself up for non-success. Exactly. Do you, what about things you pack? Like, what do you think is the most, other I, than like. Oh, this is another tip. I always, it's not possible for everyone, but I always pack some just get taken carry on. I never check luggage. Ah, uh, I always check luggage. Yeah. I know. And I've I had need it to twice not. now where I've lost luggage. Yeah, I've, I've lost luggage too. And somehow it hasn't deterred me. Um, but I managed to fit, and most of my bag's full of electronics. So it's like right. weird things as well. Like I've got this 360 camera, um, camera rig that I carry right. around with me now. So like airport places, they're like, what on earth is this? <laughs> and I'm like, long story, but basically blah, blah, blah. That, they always like pull all the cables out of my bag and stuff, which yeah. is annoying. But at least then I can just step off the plane and go. Like I don't need to wait around. That's but. easy. Um, Avery Ma- Ma- Murray wants to know, whose eyebrows do you wish you had? <laughs> Um, very important question eyebrows I kind of like my eyebrows um, yeah they I, sometimes get a little bit out of control this we got a few questions about eyebrows for yeah, you yeah my eyebrows can get extreme well uh, to the point that I think you have fine eyebrows I thought something might have happened to your eyebrows that I didn't know about and then people were commenting about it and I was like is he going to show up and have no eyebrows because he recently right. like shaved them for a challenge or something? I have a story about no eyebrows quickly. Uh-oh. My dad once made a homemade barbecue out of an oil drum. He sawed in half. So Because cl- why not? Yeah, he closed <laughs> it and um, and was letting the food cook. As uh-huh. he opened it, obviously the oxygen rushed in. There was a fireball blew up in his face and singed his eyebrows. Oh my God. <laughs> Luckily he was okay. It didn't like burn his skin, but like it, oh. it burned all his eyebrows off. So did they... <laughs> Did they Jack loves it? It's great. I think it's great. Like that's like out of a cartoon. Yeah, where like a exactly. fireball, then the eyebrows just fall off your face. Yeah, exactly. Did they grow back? Yeah, yeah. Eyebrows grow back. I, I would be. I would. I don't know what I'd do if my eyebrows like disappeared though. That would be. It's yeah. That's a popular edit online of people. They take away uh, other people's eyebrows, and it's really amazing how different you look when you don't have eyebrows. It's yeah. so confusing. Uh, I've never done anything to them though. Never plucked them. Um, done. Someone said to me the other day I should like shape them differently, but that's I don't know. That's guys. Did the guys do that? Um, I not that I know of. Out here, I feel like people uh, care about their eyebrows. I defer to Jack. Do you guys do that? You manscape your eyebrows? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> and, and what I'm worried about is as you get like, if you look but at elderly always, people, their yeah. eyebrows go like, yeah, you know, all hair in your face just I'm goes crazy. So yeah. Well, I you can I would imagine them when you're older, exactly, I imagine. Yeah, do, you, when, do you remember George Whipple from Whipple's World from when we were living in New York on New York One? He was the no. guy. Would, he was like the guy who would do like the red carpet. Oh, interviews. and he had like crazy yeah, eyebrows that like would. Yeah. An insane person. But that, I mean, when that happens, then you get to that phase and you trim it, I imagine. Yeah, but I'm just trying to like. <laughs> get used to the trimming now so yeah. that's not weird when you get to that age. Yeah, Maybe cr- I'll give it a go. But see, yours look like you. Yeah, you have normal eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't be okay. self-conscious about your eyebrows. No, they look like you already maintained them. Oh, thanks. Yeah. What is eyebrow threading? Whenever, when I went uh, in New York, I always see yeah, eyebrow threading. I've never gotten what, it done. What is that? It's the, the women, they take threads and so basically your hair comes out at the root rather than like when you pluck it and sometimes the root like is still in and you just take off a little bit of it it's supposed to um supposed to be less painful than plucking your eyebrows and it's supposed to last longer than uh, and they use thread yeah somehow they use thread that part i don't understand okay yeah that's part of and i've watched videos either. where they like they wind them like against the the hair and it like pulls them out. I don't know. It's a, it's an art in and of itself. I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you and me both. And I've, I've been so like terrified to go. Uh, I'm terrible at maintaining my eyebrows. So no, I, you've I guess got I good eyebrows. Thank you. Oh, we have a latte for you. Oh, Woohoo. Thanks. Thank you. 
Um, okay, this, I mean, this is a perfect question. Mildred Go 97 wants to know, if you had to live life without coffee or live life without fingers, what would you choose? <laughs> As you look at your fingers and the latte in your hand. Well, I think fingers would be more important than coffee. Um, That's probably a so true I'm going to choose, choose fingers. Because <laughs> um, also, if you sad, if you got rid of your fingers, drinking coffee would be a really difficult. Task. You'd, you'd have to have one of those like beer, you know, those like hats which oh, have yeah. the beer, and then your put straw. the straw yeah. into your mouth, <laughs> which would be pretty great. Hang on, you can do that now. Mm. Yeah, just with because, fingers. Just because you have fingers doesn't mean you can't do that. Yeah, That's I true. should just get like a tap, a coffee mug with a tap. Like, <laughs> I know. Get one of those camelbacks yeah. with coffee and just have it right there. There you go. Uh, ha- Hand Loves YouTube wants to know, who is the smartest person you know? Hand Love. Hand, ha- yeah. Hand, <laughs> hand, like her name's Hannah. Hand loves you too. Oh, oh, I thought you said hand love. Okay. Hand lo- yeah, that's a, that's a different topic for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of tied on nicely with a no hand finger. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, she wants to know who's the smartest person that you know. The smartest person I know. I've met this guy once. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. That's really bad. But he <laughs> he was one of those guys that has like his brains wired differently where he has the most insane memory. Oh. I feel bad. I can't remember his name. But he basically, you could give him any any birth um, year and death year of anyone in history that's like vaguely known, like and literally. He could- and he could tell you who it was. So you could just, and he was like knew everyone. He wow. He said he knew probably like five, six thousand, maybe more um, people that he'd like logged in his memory of, pl- of so, famous people. So I was like Wikipedia like Al Capone, yeah. like a prince of some country from like, you know, anyone. And he, he knew just all of them. instantly, wow. he's like, could like access his brain like as if it was a catalog. That's- and I'd love to know how to do that, but I just was mind blown. There are, um, there are documentaries that teach you how to build a memory palace in your mm. head because all these yeah. people that compete in speed memory competitions, it's because they've accessed this they've created this it's a weird system do you have a memory palace no no i have like a, a memory like shed that's really <laughs> falling apart in the backyard uh, i i've i mainly daily vlog because i don't remember things i'm like what no, did i do like yesterday oh yeah like look at my vlog no i was gonna ask that too yeah do you go back and look at your videos mm. to be like oh wow this is what i was doing a year ago people often are like where were you last week i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. And I have to look at my, I have to look at my videos. I, oh yeah, I was in Morocco. Yeah. I mean, for the amount, <laughs> casual Tuesday Morocco. Um, oh, this is interesting because you just, um, how long have you been vegan now? Um, I think two months. Two maybe? months. Yeah. Okay. Um, what Arlie Pari wants to know. What would you name your own food dish if you had the opportunity and what would it consist of? So if you had to make like an ideal dish for yourself, what would it be? I'm really into spicy food, so like Indian food. Okay. It'd definitely be an Indian dish. Gotcha. Um I'd probably make it just super spicy, just for the for fun. Why not? It could be like a cool challenge, like <laughs> have you have you managed to like win the something challenge and then I could like there you, go. My dish. you create a dish that you could also create a YouTube challenge out exactly. of exactly I um, think that's very smart what would I call it though um, 
Yeah, that, um, the title can always come after. Did you have a yeah. title, Jack? Yeah, I have a suggestion. Okay. Go on then, yeah. Grub for Louis. Yeah, okay. Grub for Louis? Well, I used to, it, oh. it could even be food for Louis. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah. I might get confusing that. <laughs> Fiery food for Louis. I was going to call know. it the Louis, like, mm. like suey, like a pig. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. why not? Why not? It's yeah. fun to say. Uh, oh, this is 2000 Blue Jay wants to know, in all caps, What's your opinion on giraffes? Um, I love giraffes. Oh. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we asked this question then. Um, I think they're fascinating. I've I've seen lots of giraffes. I haven't seen a giraffe in a while. I think... (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing to to realize about yourself. I haven't seen a giraffe in a while. I feel like they're kind of... They're kind of unapproachable though. Like they're a bit like... If I did go up to a giraffe, I'd be like, well, its knee would be like here, right? Right, right, right. So you'd be like, mm, maybe a baby giraffe would be cooler to hang out with if you're going to hang out with a giraffe. I think so too. I also, giraffes make me hesitant because gravity just makes me believe that they could fall over at any moment. Yeah. Their necks must be so strong. But if you just look at them from a distance, you're like, the proportions that are happening here, that thing should be like toppling over constantly mm. so that's my feeling about them but i think they're great i think they're great i think they're and they're so looking. unique there's nothing like a giraffe is there right they look like when you what's the dinosaur with the really long Dip, neck a diplodocus maybe a bronchosaurus sure like one of those oh oh the, the g- dinosaur that's directly behind oh, that, me. that guy yeah <laughs> that guy well that's when you're like oh yeah maybe these things did evolve from dinosaurs i think it was uh, originally called a brontosaurus brontosaurus but then i think that it was replaced by a patasaurus we just got jack checked <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> uh oh sin tape wants to know what is the weirdest fan interaction that you've ever had Oh, I've, I'm sure I've had some strange ones. Do people stop you in airports a lot? Um, yeah, the other day I was stopped by an airport security guy. Like, as I was getting on the plane, I thought I was in trouble. Yeah. And then he was taking selfies with me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like this is weird. Like, that was a really weird one. Um, like, this is out of the demo. Yeah, I think, well, I think because I always assume my audience is mainly teenagers, but then I, I, yeah. I think it does, it's, I think, Compared to other maybe teen YouTubers, like sure. I have got a broader demographic. Well, because you travel so much, I think travel is something that's really mm. interesting to a wide age range of people. But that's hilarious. I had a guy in New York run up to me, and he was he was like a Middle Eastern guy, and he was on holiday, uh-huh. and he said, "Oh, I've been following your travel guide," and I'm like, <laughs> "My travel guide?" He's like, "Yeah, I watch your travel video, like guide videos, and I've been doing everything you've been doing," and I'm uh- like. I'm like, I never thought my videos were a travel guide, but I guess they can be. Yeah, absolutely. When you just see someone do something firsthand, Mm. then you're like, oh, this is indirectly teaching me how to travel. Yeah. I think that's a great idea for a potential book in the future. Louis Travel Guide, throwing it out into the universe. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Watson wants to know, what's been your best day of 2015? Oh, I mean, um, that's got to be hard to choose. I feel like you're so, your days are so packed with so many things. Um, uh, okay, I've got it. Okay. So for my birthday this year, I invited all my closest friends and we flew out to New Mexico <gasps> and we went to a ranch with horses. Okay. And I can't really ride a horse, but I just always had this fantasy of like being a cowboy and yeah. like riding out. Into, and we did like a two or three day horse trek. 
um, with our, and we went out and camped out and it was just the most, and it was just amazing scenery, like these like big canyon That's kind of massive awesome. mountains and it's like out in the kind of desert. Did um, you have reception? Yeah, full bars. What? Like, that I don't sounds know like how. the perfect vacation. <laughs> yeah, we were like Instagramming the whole time. It was incredible. And I think it was a mixture of the place we were, what we were doing and who I was with. It right. was like, the at night we all had our sleeping bags out and we had the, a fire and it was just, that sounds amazing. we all had like cowboy hats. Aww. It was great. It was like Thanks the most the magical. Yeah, next Wish time. I could, yeah, next yeah. time. <laughs> next time I'll be there. Uh, no, that sounds amazing. Um, okay, and last question before I give you the gift for being uh, a guest on the podcast. Um, Dam Helbig wants to know, if you could create your own country, what elements of other countries would you include in it? Whoa. Yeah. I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, that's a great question. That's a great question. I don't think I'm well-traveled enough to be able to create a kind of, I mean, I feel like your first thing would be warmth. Yeah. It needs to be a hot country. I, it's This is something that you'd have to put serious planning into because right. some countries really don't get it right, do they? Like, No. Um, I, I like the idea that, I mean, this might be just living in a fancy world, but I've, I've heard that Costa Rica doesn't have an armed forces. They don't have an armed forces. Like Jack, I would defer to Jack for a Jack check. I can look it up. Yeah. I, so for me, that's like, oh, wow, that's such a statement, isn't it? Yeah. Like you're not planning to attack anyone and you're potentially opening yourself up to get attacked. But like, it's this cold thing. I look kind of like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think- know that the Costa Rica is, re- I, I went there recently and their whole thing is that they- um, Did you stay in a- in, in a, a plane. tree house, a plane in a tree. Yeah, I found it by Google searching. I've seen it on images. Yeah, I Google it- searched like weirdest hotels and it's this hotel in Costa Rica where there's actually, I think there's two different planes. Um, I guess the story is like a plane. You know, this is my dream, right? It's amazing. About. It's actually what I want to do. That's it's, what I'm it's, real, it's very accessible. It's yeah. very available. I was really shocked when I looked it up that I was like, this is not nearly like the price range that I imagined this would be. So yeah. it was a lot more affordable than I thought it was going to be. And uh, available. And available. Um, it did take from Los Angeles about three planes to get there. Yeah. Um, to stay in a plane for three days. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was beautiful and just so cool. And I think I'm going to have to copy you and go and do that. You should do it. You should really do it. Um, also, Costa Rica, we were looking up when we were there. They're all about like sustainable energy mm. and like sustainable like food and that they sort of like thing. They have like a place there. I don't know whether you went. Apparently, it's the most eco-diverse place on earth. Yeah. One of the jungles there is like the most life form, different life forms. Jack? Yeah. It's, so maybe uh, the be- Constitution has forbidden a standing army. Whoa. Since 1949. So from the sounds of it, like it would be very Costa Rica-y. So basically you would create Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica 2. I've never been though. Are there any other elements in terms of like, um, uh, I guess like act, what activities or like uh, landscape that you would want? Um, I mean, I think... From the sounds of it, until I go, I won't be able to tell you. But I, right. from the sounds of it, Costa Rica is pretty awesome. Something I can add, though, which I found fascinating. This year I went to Cuba, mm-hmm. which is a communist country. Right. We hear a lot of negatives about communism. I grew like, even at school, we learned about, like, Chairman Mao and China and, like... Yeah. But something I... And I'm, I, this could be a massive political discussion. <laughs> I don't know a lot about politics, but... I'm like, watch what podcast you're on right now, buddy. So, something, <laughs> I mean, yeah... Something I, I found fascinating though, and I'm sure there's a lot of negatives, but 
in Cuba, uh-huh. everyone got given a house. They got given a house. Every day they could go and collect food, which was given to them for right. free. They had like an allocated amount of food. Um, and they all get paid pretty much the same wage, no matter what job you're doing. Right. But what I found interesting is because they're, and there's no advertising, nothing around, there's no posters, there's nothing around that makes you want to buy things. No commercialism. No commercial, yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, when they finish their job, whatever that is, mm-hmm. there's no mentality of capitalism. Like it's the opposite of New York where like, yeah. let's work all night and like get, you know, right. die from stress and so everyone just finished their job. And then every evening, everyone's just having fun. Like huh. everyone. So you, every night there's like live music in every single restaurant wow. bar. We walked past an art studio at like 11 p.m. And people are like painting. Wow. And I was like, this is amazing. It's such a different feeling of like, people are just like, cool, job's done. Yeah. They've got everything they need to survive. They've right. got a house. I mean, it's probably limiting if you want to like, have a fancy house but if you're quite happy not to have luxury yeah i'm not saying this is the perfect thing <laughs> but there was a lot of things about it i was like this is amazing yeah. like, really fascinating to me that it's such a different way to live yeah and the people seemed happy i mean i tried to maybe they were t- like maybe they're forced they, to say that but maybe, maybe they're not. very repressed <laughs> maybe they're very repressed but like a lot of them i was talking to they were like yeah i love it here and i was like huh, huh. that is not what i thought you'd say yeah i think it's really easy in the united states and in a lot of like major metropolitan cities to get caught up in uh the complicated nature of things rather mm. than seeing like oh things that are very simple can be very beautiful and very yeah. um so maybe wonderful. there's an element of that that could be interesting to right. explore. So you but. wouldn't bring communism. No, I'm not saying bring communism, but... <laughs> uh, like, so Costa Rica, but communist is your ideal I'll just country. say like maybe a little bit anti-capitalist yeah. vibes. I get that. Yeah. And then just like a really cool national anthem. Yeah, it would have to be get, super like, cool. I was going to say get Adele to sing your national anthem. This is so sad. It's so <laughs> heartfelt. <laughs> or One Direction. Yeah. Yeah, they could be great. Uh, well, Louis, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks I, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, before you go, I want to give you the gift that everyone that is a guest on the podcast gets. And that is um, that you get to tweet whatever you want from my Twitter account right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot of power. Um, and all I ask is nothing racist or homophobic. And I, though we've talked about her, please nothing about Tara Reid. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? This is so much power. Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking this could be like shameless self-promotion. Yeah. Everybody stop what you're doing and follow Fun for Louis on every social network. You can do whatever you like. Um, There's no judgment here because we've had it. We've had all sorts of tweets, all different kinds. So nothing you could say would make us upset. Okay. Okay. This is, I feel like I've really been put on the spot here. Um, <laughs> You're not alone in that feeling. <laughs> Almost every single person that comes on feels that way. But don't worry. It's a, uh, we have to start doing secret timers for people. Yeah. And give I, them- um, feeling like some kind of song lyrics could be good. Certain people rarely are just like, here you go. I'm like, what? I, I feel this prepared. urge to tweet like some Disney song lyrics. Okay. I'm just trying to think of the best. Okay. You can tweet whatever you want and you can hit send. And then after you hit send, I'll read it aloud for the class. Oh, okay. See, I'm not, thing is, I'm not very witty. This is my problem. You don't have to be witty. Trust me. People (laughs) have said a lot of things that I don't think were even meant to be funny. They are just put out there. I'm thinking some positive vibes. I think that, because that's kind of what I'm about, you know. That's your, yeah, that's your brand. Yeah. 
Live the adventure. I'll just be making mouth noises into the microphone. I'm sure I could be more creative than this, but put on the spot. I like. No I'm going to find like a really positive Disney song. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. You're like, I want to put a good message out there. I'm going to find a really positive Disney song. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're catchy. You, make, you know, people read it and they'll start like humming in their head. <laughs> You have it all planned out. And this is where my limited knowledge of Disney really shines through. And I get found out as someone that should know more. You're not into Disney? Um, It's fine. I've just never been one of those people that needs to watch every Disney movie and feels like really connected and knows all the songs and knows all the characters or any of that. I saw half of Frozen. I got the I got the gist. Yeah, you went into that? Well, I actually really liked at the end when the Prince Charming became like a dick. And I was like, whoa, I I didn't see this coming, but this is interesting. Spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen it. So So you haven't seen the ending of Frozen yet? No, I've seen the ending. I haven't seen the beginning. I haven't seen the beginning. I started watching halfway in on a plane. And then Chester tried to fill me in so emphatically about the beginning (laughs) that I missed. (laughs) But it was good. I would love to hear that recap from Chester. Uh, <laughs> it was very excited. He loved that snowman. Okay, I'm not going to overthink this. I believe in you. That's usually okay, I've tweeted something. You tweeted something? Yeah. Okay, let's see what we got. It, it, it could have been better, but I just, you know. I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over, sideways, and under, on a magic carpet ride. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I feel like there's going to be a lot of sexual responses to that. (laughs) Um, But hey, it's the Lord's Day, so why not? Uh, Diane is favoriting and retreating. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Perfect. Louis, thank you so much for being here. Uh, We are going to now do a a challenge that neither one of us has ever done before. No, this Um, sounds crazy. It's going to get messy. Uh, so make sure you go over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's grace and watch the challenge there. And Louis, where can they find you over the internet? Um, everything fun for Louis. Louis is spelled L O U I S L O U I S and story, right? Yeah. The new app story, how that they can get that, that explain what that is. It's like Snapchat sort of. Yeah. So, um, we did a soft launch at the beginning of the year. We're Mm -hmm. just actually building up to do like the big relaunch of the version two that we've been working on all cool. year. Um, it's pretty exciting for me. It's just an easy way for people to document and share their lives, but without the thing with Snapchat, it disappears, right? Right. I stopped using it, or if I do use it, it's like throw away, like. Sure. This is more meaningful stuff that you want to stay. Yeah. And it's for people that don't necessarily like want the effort of like, like for instance, I'm carrying around this big camera now. Right. You have to get home, edit in a laptop, everything. It's like taking advantage of how powerful phones are becoming. Mm-hmm. Also, um, being able to, I mean, a new feature that we've, we've work, been working on is this, what we call 3D liking, where you can actually like throughout the video and you can see on the video, I'll show you later. Yeah. You can see on the video where people have liked, it kind of pops up oh, as cool. you're watching it back. That's cool. So you can see specific points. We're trying to get like people that want to do music covers or some, something. Cool. You can see specific points throughout the video where that people are really liking what they're doing. We've introduced categories where people can, rather than like building your own profile mm-hmm. and because a lot of social media can be quite like narcissistic. Yeah. Um, but this way you can upload to like a, a certain like top subjects like if you want to get out there with music you can like 
just upload to the music thing. So people can go and follow you on that. That's um, awesome. So people can search by category rather yeah. than having to search by person. Yeah, because it's hard to find interesting stuff sometimes. Sure. Um, so there's a lot of cool things about it. But yeah, it's, it's... How do you spell it? S-T-O-R-I-E. I-E. So they can find that in the app yeah, store. Yeah, it's in the app store now, yeah. And we're just awesome. about to release like a, a new awesome update. Awesome. Well, go check that out if you haven't already. And we'll see you on the internet, guys. Woo. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. <laughs>